Good morning for Monday, January 17, 2011. Audible presents the New York Times Audio Digest. Here's what's making news this morning. China leaders' limits come into focus. Loans for lawsuits are largely unregulated, and budget worries push governors to the same answers. In today's national headlines, Giffords' mate says she's a fighter. In a new military, data overload can be deadly. In today's business finances, honey, can you pick up some sushi at CVS? Europe's challenge, fostering growth in austerity. And once canceled, the game is now a winner in its new home on BET. There will be more business stories along with more national and world news, a roundup from the sports page, and New York Times columnist Paul Krugman. Now, as always, we begin with today's top story on the front page from the editors of the New York Times. It's written from Beijing and is titled, China Leaders' Limits Come Into Focus. With President Hu Jintao at the helm, China has become a $5 trillion industrial colossus, a growing military force, and it sometimes appears a model of authoritarian decisiveness, navigating out of the global financial crisis and sealing its position as the world's fastest rising power. But as Hu prepares to visit Washington this week in an attempt to defuse tensions with the United States, Obama administration officials are grappling with what they describe as a more complex reality. China is far wealthier and more influential, but Hu also may be the weakest leader of the communist era. He's less able to project authority than his predecessors did, and perhaps less able to keep relations between the world's two largest economies from becoming more adversarial. Hu's strange encounter with Defense Secretary Robert Gates here last week, in which he was apparently unaware that his own Air Force had just test-flown China's first stealth fighter, was the latest case suggesting he's been boxed in or circumvented by rival power centers. American officials have spent years urging Hu to revalue China's currency, reign in North Korea, ease up on dissidents, and crack down on the copying of American technology, and they felt at times that Hu agreed to address their concerns. But those problems have festered, and after first wondering whether the Chinese leader was simply deflecting them or deceiving them, President Obama's top advisors have concluded that Hu is often at the mercy of a diffuse ruling party, in which generals, ministers, and big corporate interests have more clout and less deference than they did in the days of Mao or Deng Xiaoping. China's military has sometimes pursued an independent approach to foreign policy. So have many of China's biggest state-owned companies, sometimes to the United States' detriment. The result is that relations between the world's largest superpower and its fastest rising one are at one of their lowest points in years, battered by confrontations that took Obama by surprise, and on occasion, who as well. Speaking on Wednesday to students at the Johns Hopkins School of Advanced International Studies, Treasury Secretary Timothy Geithner hinted that jockeying for power and a coming leadership transition have degraded China's ability to set consistent policies. As China goes through this political transition over the next year or so, he said, picking his words carefully, in some ways it's having the effect of slowing the pace of reform because it's inducing a bit of caution. Others are more stark. There is a remarkable amount of chaos in the system, more than you ever saw dealing with the Chinese 20 years ago, Brent Scowcroft, the former National Security Advisor and Gates' mentor, said Saturday. The military doesn't participate in the system the way it once did. They're more autonomous, and so are a lot of others. 
Not surprisingly, some of the biggest differences focus on how to deal with the United States. Who's designated foreign policy coordinator, State Councilor Dai Bingguo, recently wrote an article reaffirming Deng's warning that China should bide its time before seeking a global role. But on Friday, Obama's national security adviser, Thomas Donilon, said that despite that article, debates, particularly in the blogosphere and in newspapers in China, urge a far faster, more assertive rise and trumpet American decline.